Hey, it's Mark Shifley here. You're listening to the Jet Centric Podcast. Hey there, Winnipeg Jets fans. Welcome back to the Jet Centric Podcast. My name is AJ, one of your hosts, and this is episode 91. I believe 91 was a number that Alex Burmistroff wore at some point in Winnipeg, so we'll dedicate this episode to Alexander Burmistroff. Now, I get, before I get to what the episode is about, which you can probably tell by the title, I will say yes, we are going to do a play-in series slash whole season review, maybe report card kind of thing at some point. But obviously with the Jets out, there's not much news going on. So we haven't put a real big push on to do that. And obviously there'll be some other interviews and stuff coming too. So uh, stay tuned for that. The draft is still two months away. So uh, we don't need a rush to that. Uh, Going to chat with Marat at some point about uh, the new CBA and all of its implications. So there's going to be a couple other things coming. So uh, make sure you definitely check back. And tell others about us and go rate us on iTunes. Give us a good rating and maybe a funny review. And at some point, we're going to read all those reviews and uh, we're going to rate the rates, the ratings. So that'll, that'll be uh, kind of fun to do at some point. Anyhow, uh, on to this episode, I chat with Eric Howardchuck, the son of the great uh, Dale Howardchuck, who, if you don't know, is um, dealing with a second bout of count- cancer right now. Uh, this was a difficult one to prepare for just because of the sensitivity of the subject matter. I want to be respectful, but as well kind of, um, you know, push the conversation a little bit, um, a little bit deeper. So I tried to do that. Eric was cool with that. We talked about the questions beforehand, just so you know, so uh, I didn't spring anything on him. And uh, yeah, he was really great. But um, I, I was uh, kind of nervous to, to do it, although we had a great chat before and after. And um, yeah, really thankful for the support that his family's been getting and um, that the way that he's been able to support his dad through all this. And uh, they started the Howard Chuck Strong Initiative. Um, a lot of good stuff coming there. I'm seeing a lot of it online. So um, yeah, some good stuff. And I hope that you enjoy the interview. So anyhow, let's get to it. This is uh, myself interviewing Eric Howard Chuck. Here it is. So first off, Eric, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, chat with us uh, from Jetcentric here about uh, about your dad and about uh, hockey. So the first thing I want to get into, besides thanking you, is get into talking about the Howard Chuck Strong Initiative, uh, what that is, how that all started. I think that's a good place to, to start, and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me on, Angie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... My dad, I guess, before he got sick again, he was putting together this website with uh, a guy named Andrew Jackson and uh, of Jackson Events. And they were talking with John Webster, who uh, is one of the big guys up at Scotiabank. And Scotiabank's helped out my dad's golf tournament for a number of years now. And they've been the presenting sponsor. And we kind of had a feeling that with everything that's going on, you know, these tournaments weren't going to be able to happen and we still wanted to try to have a way to help the charities that we help every year. Um, I mean, since 2002, we've raised like a million and a half bucks almost for different charities in Ontario and Manitoba. Oh, that's Um, amazing. Yeah. So we were, you know, it's tough right now for these charities because there's nobody uh, running any events for them. So uh, we felt like we had to do something and, when Dale got sick again, he kind of sat me and he said, you know, he can't be as involved. So he asked me to kind of take, take on the role of, uh, doing things like this and I'm trying to do my best. So, uh, yeah, Howard Truck Strong Initiative and HowardTruckStrong.com. It's, uh, we've been, you know, 
the support's been tremendous since we started, and uh, I'm really grateful for how it's gone so far. Yeah, I saw that uh, Howard Truck Strong got a shout out from uh, Jerry uh, Jerry D the other day. Gary D, Jerry D, I was yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah, I saw that on uh, on Twitter. So that's uh, that's good. Well, that's great. So uh, you mentioned the the website and, and stuff. You guys are on Twitter as well, um, and people can donate by the shirts and stuff. There is there anything else about su- how people can support that you might want to make mention of, uh, where they could find you and and whatnot? Yeah, you know, I think right now the website's probably the best way, and uh, we're gonna be. Like, uh, I do some different things going forward here, um, other than just uh, t shirts and stuff. But it's been really cool to see the outpouring of support just for uh, some t shirts online. I mean, they're nice quality. I just got mine uh, a couple days ago, and uh, yeah, they're beautiful. So, we're trying to get them all shipped out as fast as we can, too. Like, we were not expecting the uh, the outpouring of support that we've had. So, uh, we're scrambling, but we're catching right up. and we're trying to get all the orders shipped as fast as we can. So if you haven't gotten yours yet, I'm sorry, but I swear it's on the way. <laughs> We're going as fast as we can. Yeah, the logistics, will they'll get sorted out eventually, right? Eventually there'll be that catch-up time, so that's great. Now you talk about the support. I know that the Jets had worn the Howard Truck Strong decal on the helmets for their playing series and stuff like that. What's the support with the Jets been like? Was it in conjunction with them? Like how aware were they of what you guys were doing and or were they you guys kind of did it and they're like oh we want to jump on board or was there sort of like a, a teaming up to to do stuff obviously with your dad's connection with uh, with winnipeg oh yeah well since my family uh or since the jets came back uh mark chipman and kevin shovel day off and uh, zinger and those guys like they've they've really been cool about um uh, trying to get my my dad involved and it was really special for him when the Jets came back. He loves that city so much. And um, we were thrilled when the team came back. And when we started getting the website going, I think the website came up. And um, I think Mark Chipman called uh, Andrew from Jackson Events there and basically was like, you know, what, what can we do? And uh, they came up with the decal. And, man, I, I, I don't think my dad really knew was going on and then he kind of saw the feature on on Sportsnet and it was like you know he was in tears it was it was a really cool moment um when that all happened so yeah we can't say enough good things about the Jets and this family that's awesome yeah yeah I'm gonna kind of jump around now that we kind of uh, you know we talked about Winnipeg and the Jets connection um there I'm curious uh, like even maybe before the Jets came back, how much connection do you guys still still have as a family to Winnipeg? You got friends, family. Do you guys kind of come back? I mean, with the Jets coming back in that connection, that felt strong, uh, or or probably strengthened even more so. But you guys still continued a, a connection here long after after being gone, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was I was born there. Uh, I was only like one when my dad got traded to Buffalo, uh, but. My mom's from there, and all her family, a decent amount of her family lives in the area, in uh, side of Winnipeg, and so, and we used to have the cottage up in Gimli, so we we spent the summers there as a kid. I mean, some of my fondest childhood memories are in Manitoba, and um, and then when I turned pro in golf, uh, I got to play the Players Cup on the Canadian Tour a couple of times, and uh, had some fun weeks there i didn't play very well but i really enjoyed going back to the city and um you know i I love going back to winnipeg it's a fun place and people are so kind and uh, it's a place like no other 
or talking talking about the the golf. What what's the best golf uh, golf uh, course in Winnipeg and around Winnipeg? I have some young kids getting into it. As someone who's who's a pro, maybe you can uh, kind of just uh, point me in the right direction. They have memberships at Rossmere, but uh, yeah, if you if you've been around and your family's been around, probably doing a lot of golf. And uh, and your dad had done the the thing usually up in Pine Ridge or Elmhurst, one of those two courses, I believe. They usually did did it up in July, right? So. Sure, you guys came down for that, but uh, is there certain courses around that yeah, maybe you and your family kind of enjoyed around here more than others? Yeah, um, I I love. I, I would have to say my top two would be Pine Ridge and Elmhurst, which. But uh, I also really enjoyed playing up at. Uh, it's called Links at the Lake now. Up in Gimli. Uh, huh? It used to be called Pelican Beach. I like that name better. I don't know what they're doing. Let's see if they can change that back. But um, you know it. Golf in Manitoba, it's a short season, but uh, it, it's a really fun, it's a tough test out there. Um, you got that gumbo soil, and it's, I'm not going to get a little technical and golfy on you, but. Uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. I, 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 go, I go well. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 sorry, I kind of took it on a, on a, a side thing there, but I, I know that the the golf tournament in July was obviously, you know, delayed slash canceled, but I think the one that you guys do up in Muskoka, or I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I think that yeah, one is, is yeah. until September sometime. So is, that, is there a chance that um, you'd still kind of do that with that connection with the Howard Chuck Strong stuff? Uh, we were thinking about it. And uh, honestly, just with, uh, you know, my dad's in tough shape right now. So we're not sure what's going to happen here. And uh, we're just trying to get him there. So I think we, at this point, I'm not sure that the tournament's going to run. I, I don't believe it is. Right. Um, and you know what? It's not the worst thing. Like with COVID going on and everything, like I don't know if it's it's reasonable to do something like that. Um, at right. this point, we just want to get everything back on track, and we want to get Dale back on track. And, yeah. You know, hopefully things will turn around for us here. Yeah. So now shifting gears, obviously back to to your dad there. Um, I wonder if you can kind of like spell out a little bit of a timeline because it was just a few months ago that you rang the bell, right? And it seemed like uh, we're over that hump and stuff. And now you just mentioned, you know, it's not not the best of times uh, right now for him. So what's been like the timeline of when there was diagnosis and, and sort of how it came back? Um, I'm just wondering if you what parts that you'd, you'd be willing to share as far as uh, you know, your dad's condition and what this journey has looked like for your, you and your family. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, cancer is a tough thing. Uh, I guess it will be August 22nd. Uh, will be one year from his original diagnosis. And, yeah, he got through the chemo and then the gastrectomy and then did the chemo again. And uh, the scans were clean. And, you know, the scans can't detect every single little thing. But, I mean, it looked like everything was gone. And um, for, he was out golfing. He felt great. He was eating good. And, um, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, four weeks ago, uh, he went back in and his scans, it was uh, it was back, you know. And that was tough for us. Uh, I was not expecting that at all. None of us were. Um, so, uh, and it's, if you know anything about cancer, um you know, that's the second time if it comes back, you know, it comes back hard and, uh, it's definitely hitting him hard right now. And he, he's fighting as hard as he can. And, uh, you know, the, like I said, like the support we've gotten from, you know, not, not just Winnipeg, like just the, the entire hockey world. And, uh, it's just been incredible. It does mean a lot to him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
from everything that I can tell of not ever knowing him or anything like that, seems like a really personable person would uh, would appreciate the the outpouring. I was actually going to kind of ask about that, um, what that's like, because I, I mean, most people that probably are going through cancer stuff don't have you know, some notoriety for, you know, kind of being famous, uh, whether it's hockey or anything like that. And so now you guys are in the spotlight. And I mean, some of that you're probably willing to have, but there's probably some negatives too. Maybe like, or has anybody been like really pushy? Is there like a lack of privacy and it's kind of hard to balance that? It feels like there's a, the, the positives will be that much more, but maybe some of the negatives, again, aside from the actual cancer, but as far as people's response, or has it all just been mostly great? And that's just the nature of your family, just the love people and, and kind of, you know, absorbing the, the positive vibes. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I, it's, I would say the reaction has been almost shockingly positive. I mean, usually there's some, the internet's a, a crazy place. <laughs> and, um, it, you know, honestly, I've been so impressed with, uh, you know, he's obviously been a good man, been good to people. And like, like you said, you know, not everyone has his notoriety. And it's, he, that's his biggest concern almost right now is, you know, he feels he's more worried about everyone else that's going through it than himself. I'm trying to keep him, you know, you got to focus on yourself too. You know, it's been a tremendous amount of sport. Uh, You know, there's there's nothing I can say about it. Yeah. Now, uh, just out of curiosity, like for, for your dad and for your family with the cancer coming back, has there been like any uh, overall shift as far as, I mean, you talk about it coming back and coming hard and just sort of the disappointment that you had, uh, that you shared, um, with that is there anything that's kind of changed this time as far as like the focus I, I think of uh, just kind of even back to what you said about the connection with the, the Winnipeg Jets here I mean there's been a lot of people on, on Twitter and stuff that have pegged your dad to be like the next head coach you know I'm not speaking ill will of uh, of Paul Maurice or anything like that but a lot of people just it, you know the connection with the Barry Colts and some of the players that have come through it seemed like an obvious eventual step it, was that ever a dream uh, of your dad's, and 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 has that those kinds of dreams sort of taken a backseat to just really focusing on family um, for for this time, or is there something about the hopefulness of of being involved in hockey and and watching that stuff that sort of gives 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 them life still? Yeah, those things have definitely taken a backseat at this point. Um, there was a time it, it was rumored he was thinking about it, and you know we had talked about it. Um, but it was never offered really. And, um, it's not something that, um, he was desperate for, if yeah. I could say that. Yeah. Uh, he, he loved coaching in there. He loves coaching the kids. Um, and he almost feels he can have as much impact on the Jets as, uh, like with the Colts as he could coaching them uh, in the NHL. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Having guys like Shifley come up, and um, the, the Jets are always, you know, the scouts there are always talking to him, and he, he gives them a pretty good eye. I mean, that Shifley pick, he did all right on. Yeah. It sucks what happened, it sucks what happened in the Calgary series, but I was uh, I was happy to see Manjapani and um, Anderson 
move on if, if I'm trying to take some light out of it. But we were definitely cheering for the Jets here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I didn't want to make it about the, the idea of your your dad coaching. I'm just curious about how the, the, the focus had, had shifted now. And uh, so I guess right now it's kind of uh, your dad still having a, a, a hard time, it sounds like, not thinking about other people before himself, though. So that's... Uh, that's a, an encouraging thing, I suppose, to hear that he still has the energy to be thinking about other people. So, yeah, he's he's trying. You know, he uh, he's a good man. He yeah. he really does genuinely care. I, I've seen him spend hours sitting and talking to people coming up to him in the airport. Um, you know, we're crossing the street in Winnipeg. People are stopping him, and he's got time to talk to almost everyone. Um, it, it's uh it's been cool to see right and uh uh you know, i love him for that and, uh we're, we're trying to keep that going for him while he's battling his own battle and um yeah you know, there's we're trying to take as much positives out of these things as we can yeah uh, just curious uh who have been not that it, it really matters but it's it's kind of neat to hear the positive stories about other people but who have been some of the the notable supporters of, of your dad, like the notable vocal ones that we could all kind of rally behind and be like, yeah, it's always nice to hear something really positive about someone. I, I think of uh, one person that you might mention is Eddie Olchuk, who, you know, had his own battle with cancer, who I know uh, did a video uh, during your dad's uh, first bout uh, showing some some bits of support and stuff. But is there like still some ex-teammates and coaches and people that have uh, specifically played a, a more active role in sort of, you know, whatever you need kind of thing is there it'd be nice to kind of you know hear some of those stories about some of these these people and the, the personal personable side of of the players because as a as a fan we don't always get that right we kind of know obviously that it happens but who are who are some of the biggest supporters of your your dad yeah honestly uh it would take me all night to go through all the guys that have reached out to him and um you know, his friends and family and ex-players that he played with teammates and coaches it, it, it's almost uh overwhelming for him right now because he doesn't he can't uh can't be on his phone too long he doesn't have a ton of energy right. so he feels bad about that but um i mean bobby Orr calls me every day right now um to check in on him which is pretty cool yeah um that was, that was kind of my dad's hockey hero as a kid and to see them become friends has been pretty cool and um, you know, Paul Coffey, Wendell Clark, Jerry Cheevers. Um, I mean, Mike Keenan reached out. Uh, Tortorella texted him. Uh, I asked I asked my dad, I was like, did Torts text you in all caps? But uh, <laughs> he didn't. He just put a couple exclamation marks. But, um, you know, uh, Torts, Torts was the assistant coach in Buffalo, and my dad, and Torts is actually just such a good guy. Um, yeah. I, I really like him. And, um, yeah, we've uh, Paul McLean called me today. It's been uh, it's been a tremendous amount of support, and like the hockey community is so so great in that way. Uh, guys can seem to put their past differences behind, and um, you know they pull together um, in times like these. I, I got to mention Dave Ellett too. Dave Ellett calls all the time. Um, Jeff, uh, his son Jeff actually works for Andrew Jackson over at Jackson Events there too, right. which is kind of cool. Right. So uh, it's nice to – it's kind of funny because Jeff and I are friends now and Dale and Dave were good buddies, obviously. They had some good years in Winnipeg there together. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I could I could go on forever. Oh, I'm sure you could. Like it's it's cool to hear just even as you mentioned those names, right? As a fan and knowing these people as as stars and everything, just to know that like you know they're they are thinking about other people and and there's this like you say the hockey community sort of at large being so supportive and rallying around something. It's it's uh, not you know we don't all wish this on anyone to to have to rally, but it's nice to know that when. Uh, the time comes that that people can do that and show show a real you know bit of positive support too, right? Definitely. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really cool thing. Yeah, um, I figure I'd ask you a couple questions just uh, about hockey if you're all right with that, and we'll kind of maybe end off on a on a on a lighter note. I'm curious because you said you were born here in, in Winnipeg. Uh, what are some of your your favorite hockey memories i mean you you've probably got to meet so many people and be around them and uh see all this stuff what what's some stuff uh, which i imagine a lot of it uh, well took place in in buffalo but yeah i'm just curious uh, some of your your favorite hockey memories uh being you know the son of the great dale howard <laughs> yeah. um so I, I obviously i i don't remember the winnipeg days unfortunately um i was only one when he got traded but uh his his last year, his last couple of years when he was in Philly, um, I, I kind of remember those pretty well. Right. He used to bring me to the rink a lot during practice, which was pretty neat. And um, he got in the All Star game in '97, and um, we actually flew on the owner's jet from Philly to San Jose. Um, it was Paul Coffey and his wife Stephanie, John Leclerc, his wife, my dad, my mom. Eric Lindros and I think he had a girlfriend at the time and uh, I think Eric Lindros and I just played cards and PlayStation the entire way there and back <laughs> and it was uh, you know at the time I'm like this is this big guy he stinks at PlayStation and uh, <laughs> you know as I got older I really started to appreciate uh, that trip right. um, you know there's also uh, some times there back in Buffalo I remember being a little younger i don't remember him as well but uh just being in the locker room they kind of bring me out to skate around during practice and everyone's looking at me like who's this kid and uh you know suddenly the drill started and they're like okay kid get off the ice but th- those were fun days yeah i imagine that would, that would be pretty pretty cool um i, I remember us seeing uh, vince carter uh documentary and well they were um del curry was playing for the toronto raptors his son Seth and and uh, why am I why am I blanking on the the main Curry? <laughs> it's uh, blanking on me. But Steph? anyhow, there there were yeah Steph Curry. Yeah, thank you. Jeez, I even <laughs> like basketball too, and I totally blanked on it. Anyhow, it was kind of cool seeing them as uh, you know some uh, thirteen and you know eleven year olds shooting baskets on the Toronto Raptors thing. So when you when you say that, I kind of picture picture you as the same same thing. People are like, oh, who's this guy? Maybe it'll be something to, one day. Yeah, yeah, not a hockey player, a golfer instead, right? Well, you know, the mistake we made was uh, when I was like five, I, like the, our goalie didn't show up. So I wanted to, I said, I'll go in for practice. And I loved it. And I ended up playing most of my hockey career as a goalie. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> I got, you know, a top 20 all-time point scorer as a dad. And I'm a goalie. I, it's like, it probably could have helped me a lot more as a winger. But, you yeah. know, here we are. So Yeah, exactly. So uh, is it fair to say that because um, you still have the family here and everything that your family is still a, a, a Winnipeg Jets family uh, first or is that is that a fair assumption? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we pull her like we love the Jets in this house. Yeah. And uh, it, it, 
there's no saying like no question about that i mean it's not like i cheer against toronto i, I don't now that i live here i i, I cheer i feel bad for them right. um they got they got some good players man. They're, they're a great talented team and um i I, I just know how many of my buddies here are just such diehard Leaf fans. I feel bad for them, too. Um, and, you know, I think the Jets are going to have their time. Um, I really do. I think the Jets are not far off. It stinks what happened with Shifley and um, Line A there. That's yeah. uh, too bad. But, um, you know what, maybe you know, I saw they're picking 10th now this year, so maybe, maybe these things happen for a reason, and maybe next year's something good's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, everyone comes back healthy at least, right? It's uh, like you mentioned, missing those two players that uh, that doesn't help. Um, and actually, talking about the the Jets and them just playing and stuff, is that something that your your dad's still able to enjoy during this time to to uh, you know just take take his mind off things to watch uh, watch a little bit of hockey? Are we at that point? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he first got sick again, there was no sports, so he didn't know what to do. Like just watching the news all the time he's, he's starting to go crazy so just to have sports back in general is so great yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's been trying to watch as much hockey as he can um, he's sleeping a lot right now right. but um, he's uh, yeah he, he's all he watches all his old players he's always uh, if they played for him in Barry he's, he's watching their game it doesn't matter where they're playing and uh, obviously Shifley's uh, was a special kid. He always has, always sung his praises yeah. from day one. You know, he's the hardest, first guy there, last guy to leave, that type of thing. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it showed. Yeah. He's he's become uh, he's become quite the player. Yeah, absolutely, best player on the team, I would say. So, well, th- well, I yeah, think we would agree. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, Eric. I totally appreciate you taking the time for this. I know it's uh, not under uh, the best circumstances, but I'm glad to hear there's some positives and people can uh, show some support. Um, like you mentioned with the Howard Chuck Strong stuff, it's nice to hear that these players are, are doing that as well. And obviously from everyone in Winnipeg and from the podcast and myself, uh, obviously we wish your dad uh, the quickest and speediest, healthiest, uh, best version of recovery. And uh, you guys can get back on to, uh, you know, uh, caring about other people so much again just uh, the way you kind of described your dad so uh, and have the energy to do that so we we look forward to that day yeah thanks so much uh thanks for having me on and uh again like the support's been incredible and uh, we're gonna try to keep fighting like he's in a tough battle right now but uh, uh i'll definitely uh try to keep him going here it's it's a tough go right now yeah well we'll be thinking of you for sure i know there's a a lot of people in my own family right now is uh, going to chat with my dad after this too. So uh, I know he'll he'll want to, you know, if he if he could, he would be showing as much support as he could. So I'll do it through me. So we'll we'll be thinking of you guys and uh, yeah, good uh, good luck with the the recovery and stuff. And again, thanks for your time and uh, thanks for your initiative. That's uh, kind of raising some some awareness and funds and and whatnot for cancer causes. So yeah, thanks a lot, AJ. No problem. Take care, man. Take care. Bye bye. I'm Kurt Kielbach, and thank you for listening to the Jet Centric Broadcast.